0: Hello, and welcome to Transformation by Truth Podcast, where the call become the chosen and those who have been dedicated to serve the Most High receive the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, as we progress our quest for holiness, perfection, and everlasting life. My name is D.O. Anderson. I'll be your tour guide. Let's get started with today's lesson. Hello, my friends, D.L. Anderson here. Welcome back to Transmission by Truth podcast in the quest for holiness, perfection, and everlasting life 2022, week six. Today, we continue with the Redemption series, two weeks to examine the process by which we are saved. And today's podcast is Lecture H. A Word of Truth Accounting of the Redemption Process, Day 9. The title of our podcast today is Eternal Security, The Truth, Part 1. I lie down in peace altogether and sleep. For you alone, O Yahuwah, make me dwell in safety. Psalm 4.8. Now, the Lecture eight objectives are analyze one of the greatest lies ever told, discuss eternal security's contradiction of redemption, discuss eternal security's contradiction of eternal life, and discuss eternal security's contradiction of perfection. Now, for those of you in our virtual book club, this lecture references Chapter 1 of The Pinnacle of Holiness, Volume 1 if that will be perfect. And this lecture also references Chapter 6 of The Pinnacle of Holiness, Volume 1, A Prelude to Holiness. Let's begin by discussing one of the greatest lies ever told. In kicking off this two-part podcast, the final two podcasts in this pivotal series, the Spirit has led me to share a remarkable passage that testifies to the importance of redemption. If you haven't realized it by now, our redemption is indeed precious to Elohim. Consider this. Psalm 49, 7-8 reads, A brother does not redeem anyone at all, neither give to Elohim a ransom for him. For the redemption of their soul is precious, and it shall cease forever. That he should still live forever and not see the pit. For he sees wise men die. The foolish and the ignorant both perish, and shall leave their wealth to others. But Elohim does redeem my soul from the power of Sheol, for he does receive me. This passage not only confirms how precious our souls are in the eyes of Elohim, they also validate the argument I have made in the last two podcasts. That is, there is no salvation in man's traditions, for the psalmist clearly says, a brother does not redeem anyone at all. Salvation is in truth and truth is of Elohim. I was led to lead with this truth because one of the greatest lies ever told can be classified as a tradition. Enter eternal security. By definition, eternal security, also known as once saved, always saved, suggests we can obtain full salvation and redemption the moment we become a Christian, which is a dubious event at best, that falsely assumes we are born again at the initial point of salvation, which, in accordance with popular tradition, is decorated with a fruitless admission of a grossly limited and unproven faith. Now, some might call this tradition advantageous. I would not. For what advantage is there in believing a lie? Likewise, if you believe eternal security is true, what advantage is there in being wrong, especially when your soul is at stake? As you have likely gathered from the previous eight podcasts in this series, and all the podcasts preceding them, eternal security is a lie. It is a false tradition. If that weren't enough, it is one of the greatest lies ever told. I would even argue it is the greatest. And here is why. Eternal security not only contradicts the redemption process, it also contradicts the five highest peaks of scriptural theology. In doing so, eternal security is in direct opposition to the Father's will at every level and on every plane. And there are not many beliefs that contradict truth in such a comprehensive manner. Moreover, there are not any beliefs which are as widespread and celebrated in the church circuit as eternal security that have this level of influence and command with regards to how men and women view salvation. Thus, I declare, eternal security is the greatest lie ever told. Let's now discuss the contradiction of redemption. Now, of all the contradictions of eternal security, its conflict with redemption is perhaps the most obvious. Consider the following question faithfully, if you truly desire to be saved. If we are eternally saved at the initial salvation, then what would be the purpose of redemption? The answer, there would be no purpose, and this would contradict the very nature of Elohim, for everything he does has a purpose. That includes the redemption of fallen man. Isaiah 14, 24-27 reads, Yahuwah of hosts has sworn, saying, Truly as I have planned, so shall it be. And as I have purposed, so it stands. This is the purpose that is purposed for all the earth. And this is the hand that is stretched out over all the nations. For who of hosts has purposed, and who annuls it? And his hand that is stretched out, who turns it back? Let's now discuss the contradiction of salvation. the fact that everything Elohim has purpose will stand not only validates redemption it validates god theology the alternative would be to glide down a slippery slope in which you begin to question the father's will and everything he has purposed my dear friends although you might not realize it this happens all the time in the church circuit church people are questioning Elohim and challenging his authority all the time. Eternal security would have never existed otherwise. Yet here is the ironic justice. The sinking sand the founders and followers of eternal security are drowning in completely obliterates the model of salvation. The same gift it allegedly offers those who adhere to it. That is to say, eternal security is a broken promise. It takes away the one thing it's supposed to give. If you recall, salvation has three phases, initial, progressive, and eternal. Eternal life is only given to those who progress to the final phase, and that is eternal salvation. Now, eternal security proposes the opposite. That is, eternal life is given to those who begin the first phase. Recall how I depicted salvation as a race. In this depiction, eternal security attempts to award its followers the prize of eternal life before they run the race. Then it proposes that running the race is both optional and pointless. Here's the question. If this were true, why does a good portion of the scriptures focus on the progressive spiritual life we are to live after the initial salvation? It's because we are not saved at the initial salvation. Salvation is a process, and all who try to shortcut the process will discover how every shortcut leads to endless death. Let's now discuss the contradiction of sanctification. Going further, by obliterating the model of salvation, i.e. the foundation of redemption, eternal security eliminates the need for our sanctification. Consider this. If we are eternally secure at the initial point of salvation, why would we need to be sanctified? Or look at the question this way. If our sanctification is a matter of choice, how many would choose to walk this physically and spiritually demanding path if it had no bearing on our salvation? The answer, not many, if any, would. This is why I made it clear early on that everything the Father does or says via his word has a purpose. If you recall, sanctification also has three phases, servants, stewards, and ministers. Eternal security then suggests we are prepared to minister on behalf of Elohim at the initial salvation, i.e. day one. This is great folly and unpolished stupidity. Trust me, no one is able, not even close, to minister on behalf of Elohim on day one. If you think that, you begin to question the intellect of Elohim when you start down this path. My advice to all is simple stay away from it. It doesn't end well. Let's now discuss the contradiction of eternal life. Now, I'm pivoting to eternal life because. I'll be addressing the contradiction of holiness, i.e. the third phase of redemption, in tomorrow's podcast. For the purpose of understanding, it is best to consider holiness in its elevated position within scripture theology. Now, the contradiction of eternal life is as devastating as it is disturbing. This is because any doctrine that contradicts eternal life in any way Is more perilous than all others here is why besides being the highest peak of spiritual theology eternal life is the only true hope man has in this life and as hope is the foundation of progressive spiritualism any doctrine that disagrees with any of its principles would elicit wholesale spiritual and scriptural contradictions The most fundamental argument between these two propositions evolves from the suggestion that eternal life is acquired at the initial salvation. This is clearly a false precept, for it implies that eternal benefits can be obtained during this temporary life. We know this is not true, for eternal benefits are neither assigned nor awarded until the eternal future. This arrangement validates the purpose of the judgment. Likewise, it positions us to fulfill the command of Yahushua Messiah to seek the kingdom of heaven above all. This is not something we can do if our focus is on temporary matters and creating a false assimilation between this life and eternal affairs. As there is neither scriptural nor spiritual evidence contrary to its analysis, there is surely a distinct marker between life and eternity. Thus, we have established another major piece of evidence against the false doctrine of eternal security. As there exists no integration beyond the prescribed boundaries of existence, nothing eternal can be obtained during this life. And that includes security. This concludes my fourth case. Eternal life defeats eternal security. No contest. Let's now discuss the contradiction of perfection. The contradiction of perfection is quite clear. Namely, if there existed a point of eternal security within this life, perfection will become obsolete. Here lies an immense problem, for perfection is the singular requirement on eternal life. As we proved in the most recent series, perfection is not an option. Neither is there any alternative to following this transformative path. My dear friends, I ask you to hear me carefully. The path to perfection is the only path that leads to everlasting life. As I have prior stated, all other ground is sinking sand. The bottom line is, anyone who does not believe in perfection is following some variation of eternal security. For eternal security includes every belief that suggests man can inherit eternal life in a state of spiritual imperfection, and without following the steps of Yahushua Messiah. This falsehood suggests man can be spiritually and physically secure outside of the Father's will, which we have proven is our perfection. It also suggests our assimilation into the spiritual model of Yahushua Messiah is worthless. As this is impossible, I rest my fifth case. Perfection defeats eternal security on all points. Now, here is the final word. If you desire eternal life, live a life worthy of eternity. Although I'm only halfway through with exposing the most fraudulent tradition of man, I could easily rest my case now on the weight of the evidence I have provided. Eternal security is a farce, a sham, and the greatest lie ever told. I will present even greater witnesses tomorrow as I conclude this argument and this series. And here is today's assignment. Take some time to meditate on all the cases That were made against eternal security in this podcast and make sure you understand them and make sure you have received them now here's what's next in this series we completed today's podcast eternal security v truth part one and tomorrow we'll discuss eternal security v truth part two now if you are a member and have questions please click the Q&A box underneath the video player. Likewise, if you have comments you want to share with the group, please share those in the comment box located beneath the Q&A box. Now, if you're not a member, you have questions about today's podcast, feel free to contact us via our website at www.pinnacleofholliness.com and use the form on our contact page. And we will respond to you as soon as we can. And thank you for being with us today. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Remember to tune in with us every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern. And if you haven't already, visit us at www.pinnacleofholiness.com and make sure you sign up to join the quest for holiness, perfection, and everlasting life 2022.